Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. The sky is blue. This is The Fact Off, a weekly podcast where we each share a random and obscure fact and leave it up to you to decide the winner. I'm your host, Alex, and it's with me is Pat, spelled with one T, not two T's, like our other co-host is constantly doing, Mike. Wait, do I spell his name with two T's? You spelled my name with two T's the other day, and I was like, how do you misspell Pat? The first fact is my name is (laughs) P-A-T. Well, I didn't want you to think I was saying Pat, like pat you on the back. Um, Well, I think (laughs) the thing was like, Pat, can you be cool tonight? (laughs) And I thought, pat me on the back, can I record tonight? That's what I thought. (laughs) It was well, P-A-T-T. Yeah. All right, sorry. It, it's pronounced the same way, though. No, when you with two T's, it's pat Pats. Okay. It's like a little drum symbol, like I apologize. Never again. I'm going to do that for the rest of the episode. Just so you know, Pat was so mad that he actually quit the fact off. It was just coming to tell you. Bye, Pat. All right, this will be my last fact off. I'm tired of winning and being disrespected by Mike. Hey, we tied this week. Patrick anyway, so... No, don't pull behind the curtain. Don't put my full name out there. Yeah, we all have real names. His name is Patrick. Your name is Michael. My name is Alec. Alexander. No, it's not. It's at, All our names in my family end with Rick. So it's Alex Rick. Patrick. Okay. Ian Rick. <laughs> Mick Rick. Riveting. <laughs> It is. It is. No, but my my name is Tom Alex. Rick. I don't want to. We have another brother named Tom, so Tom Rick. I, would, I don't want to not name every brother. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you're new to the fact off, chances are you are. This is only our third episode, and probably our best episode. Some would say. So each week we roll a dice the week before to determine what the topic is. This week is science and tech, Mike's favorite thing in the world. And then we each bring a random fact, and then you, the listeners, get to vote on it. And each week, there's a victory fact winner, which I think we tied this week. We had a tie, yes, our first ever. Yeah, between me and Pat. So suck it, Mike. Yeah, take that. Now, Mike is the slack off for the week. So, Mike, are you going to do a TikTok dance? No, of course you're going to put that on me this week when... Alex should have been doing the TikTok dances for the first week. Oh, uh, no, because when you came up with the idea what, after I lost. No, we've we've always discussed. discussed. No, you always discussed it, and no, none of I, us agreed. Pat actually brought it up first. Pat said we sh- the loser has to do a TikTok dance on our account. Sounds and like something I, I might thought that was a good idea. No, I think it was you who brought it up because Pat doesn't believe in dancing. And you hated it so much, I thought it would be great uh, punishment. So um, It's true. Because it's not going to be embarrassing. I'm too good of a dancer. Oh, by the way, we did not tie this week. I do have a last second vote from... Uh, now, the viewers at home can't see how cute this little girl is. Look at her. This is my niece, Tori, who also happens to be Alex's niece. And she wanted to give a last second vote. Uncle Patrick, Uncle Alex for Mike. I did Uncle Patrick. Okay. <laughs> You hear that? Uncle Patrick, I don't know if that came through, but she even offered to vote for another person, and then when told that she couldn't vote for somebody else, she doubled down and picked me again. So there you have it. Winner week two. Thank you very much, everyone. The damn popularity contest. It is. I was going to flip a coin, but, you know, we'll let some random Random? Child. Not random. My She's beautiful related niece. to two-thirds of the podcast. 
<laughs> but she didn't even listen to the show. No, she did. My brother listened to the show, and they all listened. They called me after they had listened to talk about it. All right. All yeah, right. so stop dropping F-bombs, Mike. And my, my fact last week, in case you didn't listen, was all about uh, the Aztec skinning a princess and wearing her skin. <laughs> and my niece really resonated with her. I, I could tell. She she seemed, like, pretty inspired. I'm she's just probably worried heard that princess. she's going to skin somebody herself, so. Yeah. You never know. Don't give anybody ideas. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, but if it's sacrificed for God, I think it's fine. Well, you are the victor of the week, I guess. So you can decide what order you want to go in. So, so far I've won from the second position and the first position. I choose this week to go last. I have a very short, quick uh, fact, but I want to go last this week. Okay, who do you want to go first? Uh, You've never gone first. I guess I can go first. As you guys know, I am a fan of uh, Big Bone Lake State Park. (laughs) I knew it. Oh, God, not I knew it. (laughs) And they have a lot of bones there that are parts of bodies. What's your guys' favorite part of the body? Femur. I was actually going to say the same thing because that's just the most random bone I can think of off the top of my head. Jinx. Not the funny bone? Yeah, somebody needs to bring that in one week. Like, what is the funny bone? What What do you mean by bring it in? <laughs> what do you mean by bring it I in? I bring my funny bone to every episode. Bring it in as a fact, Alex. How do you know I don't have it right here? Well, I 100% know. There is no funny bones found at the Big Bone Steak Lick. <laughs> my fact is not about Big Bone Lick. Oh. Uh, but you guys are both wrong. Your favorite part of the body should be the patella bone. Or as you layman people might know it better as, the kneecap. And my fact is that human babies are not born or don't have kneecaps when they're born. Human babies are not born? Human babies (laughs) don't have kneecaps. Wait, you can't kneecap a baby? No, though. Babies are born without kneecaps. So what they're born with is a soft cartilage in the knee instead of kneecaps. Oh, they're like little jellyfish. Yeah, and this is done for multiple reasons. One is because they're crawled up in there. The kneecaps make it hard to bend. So they're crawled up, and they don't have kneecaps. They just have soft cartilage. It's also easier to get out of the womb that way. I always wonder why my knees are always like soft and like mandible. I, I wonder if I just never got my caps. <laughs> old Maybe baby. not. Old baby knee mic. Yeah, so like, and then you're born, and if you ever notice how babies can you know, sit with their legs bent for so long. But little kids is because they don't have kneecaps. They just have this soft cartilage. And then also, like, when kids start walking, they also fall a lot. And it doesn't break as easy as your kneecap does. How old are you when you get kneecaps? The kneecap starts to develop when you're two years old. Uh, in a process yeah. known as osteovacation. So it's when your cartilage starts to harden. I guess all your bones start as cartilage. And then they start to harden and become bone. But your kneecaps are the only ones that don't start the process until after you're born. And also, it takes four years for your kneecaps to form. So it's not like that's like a it's like a long process of them just being So formed. when you're four years old, you, you can properly do some karate moves. But it doesn't start until you're two. So it's most people don't get like their kneecaps until like they're six. They're fully functional kneecaps. Really? I'm... I don't go around like looking at little kids' knees that often, but um Yes he does. <laughs> yeah. You see that knee? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I I guess maybe that's why they always have like chubby chubby looking knees. Maybe only a person who does it a lot has to say that. <laughs> when do the, is that why they do that little hammer on the knee? Well, that's, that's like reflexes. Like reflexes anyway. That's something yeah. different. Okay, sorry. Never mind. No questions asked on this podcast. No, but I guess the, the kneecap is a centimoid, centimoid bone. Oh, which yeah? means it, it, What type of yeah, bone? Yeah, it's a bone. <laughs> a centimoid, I guess. S-E-S-A-M-O-I-D. I refuse to look up how words are pronounced. It's a human centipede <laughs> bone? Yeah. <laughs> but it's a bone that is embedded in a tendon or muscle. Oh, I knew that fact. No one asked yeah. me about that. But I also just find it fascinating that we're born without kneecaps. Did you uh, go to your uh, one-year-old son and touch his flabby, flabby knees? Yeah. How, how'd you even come across this? <laughs> like, were, were you just you, like... Uh, you know I was punching my kids in the people, knees. Uh, little kids when you, have, uh, when you have a baby. All stuff I never knew. But like, uh, you know, like the whole process of kids like developing and all. I just imagine you like one day waking up and saying, Honey, um, our, our son, I think he, he doesn't have any knees. Like, you had, like, brought him to the hospital, like a big emergency, and, and you find out later that um, babies don't have knees. That's true. But it was also odd because, like, his leg would work, but he was literally missing. It was, like, thigh, like, two, two inches of nothingness and then his leg. But it still worked. There was just no knee there. True. And that's the end of that fact. <laughs> And my name of my fact is, don't cap my knee. Ah, uh, I get it. Don't it's cap kneecaps. your knee? Yeah, I don't, I don't want a kneecap. The soft cartilage seems so much better. I have knee pain. You ever like, like it's also like when babies are crawling, they don't hurt as much to crawl. You ever try crawling now? It's a oh bitch. my God, yeah. That's why uh, you never see babies complaining about kneeling in church. Yeah. Nope. Never hear that. And then once they hit six, then they're like, oh, I got knee, they have Ice packs on their knees. Yep. The smoking cigs. Oh, life is tough. Yeah, I, I vote that we should have just kept the cartilage knees, like the soft little tissue knees. You should have showed up that voting day yeah, when we all <laughs> when we all <laughs> voted for it. You weren't there. We were all sitting around. God's like, okay, what parts of the body do you want? What about these <laughs> knee things? You want soft cartilage or you want them to be cut hard, hard bone? Hard bone one by one vote, Mike. My back is spineless. My knees are capless. I'm the American non-voter. And we wouldn't get all those Jackie Chan movies and such. That's true. Explain. (laughs) Did he do a lot of like knee, like knees to the face and stuff like that? Very knee specific stunts. But that's my fact. (laughs) All right. Mike may proceed. No cap. So did you guys know that no cap is like a cool hip phrase of saying like, I'm not lying. Yeah. So maybe that's what the kids are talking about when they're talking about their kneecaps. You missed a title opportunity there. He could have used the term no cap. It's true. Our target audience is cool, hip kids. <laughs> We're really popular with high school students. Yeah, you capping. <laughs> so, yeah, all right. I'll, I'll get mine rolling um, just to get this ball going. Um, it was already going. What are you talking about? <laughs> so just imagine like you're out like on a... A camping trip. You're going hunting or something like that, and you stop into like a local watering hole um, to get get a beer or something. And it's bear country. You're worried about bears. You, you don't know what to do. And an old guy in the corner like looks over at you, and he like he has wisdom in his eyes. What kind of bears are we talking about for the bar? <laughs> 
Well, anyways, this this guy has wisdom in his eyes. You can just see that he's lived a long life. He has a lot of knowledge up there. Talking and about me. You're kind of worried a little bit about the bears. Like I, I would be worried about bears if I'm going into like a, a area where you know there's like a lot of activity and such. Wouldn't you or no? Yeah, I'm I would say the three things bears. I worry about most are lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, he. He, uh, after a couple drinks in, he, he, uh, gives you some tips, tips for the trail. And probably the biggest tip he would probably give you is <laughs> just a, a tip. bear will not chase you down a hill. Really? What? Are they scared of falling? I'm scared of falling sometimes if I'm going too fast downhill. I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> I've heard that before. Like I've heard that. Like, have you guys heard that one where like a bear I'm- won't chase you downhill? I hear so much stuff about bears, like play dead, make yourself seem big, but it depends on what type of bear it is. Yeah. So don't, don't start forest just, fires. Yeah, I just assume if I'm ever by a bear, I'm just gonna die. So. Well, as uh, <laughs> Pat said earlier, that's cap. What? That's cap. Yeah. So if you would follow those instructions, uh, you would be dead wrong um, in doing so. What? Uh, so they do run down hills. Yeah, exactly. That's basically that's what is known as a pub fact, or a if you're in in America, a bar fact. Where, so that old man with wisdom in his eyes lied to us. Gandalf the Gray lied to us. That's what I was imagining. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a colloquialism. Is that is that a word or like a wives' tale? It's but a word. Men, so it's like a bar bar tale or a. Sure. I mean, hey, this is fact off. Make your own facts. Or a pub fact. So the reasoning behind the myth is that a bear's front legs are actually shorter than its hind legs. Same So, like, I guess if you're picturing that in your head, you just think if you have short legs in the front, you can't run downhill. You just stumble and roll down. And so that's kind of where the myth came from. So how, how fast can a bear run anyways? Wait, were we supposed to come up with bear facts? <laughs> Well, I mean, science... I think, what is it, like 20 miles an hour? Or was it cheetah can run like 35 miles an hour, right? I thought they can more than 60. Eight miles per hour. I don't know. I thought bears can run in the low 40s. So I, I looked it up, and I looked it up for the only two bears that actually matter. So I looked it up for a brown bear and a polar yeah, bear. Those are the oh. only two bears out there that exist in my mind. So Really? Over pandas? Pandas are supposedly the oldest species of bears. And they roll downhill as... Part of the thing. So anyways, a brown bear can run 35 miles per hour, uphill or downhill. So it doesn't Damn. matter which direction you're going. What was that? I'm sorry. Down. I missed that. No, too bad. Listen back next week, and then you can comment. You got to well, pay attention. I was attention. looking up cheetahs for you, and they can run fif- up between 50 Everybody and 80. Everybody knows how fast a cheetah runs, Not Alex. Me. It's like I the thought basic it was 30. fact you learn in high school or middle school or preschool or kindergarten. Like you've learned it in the womb. How I thought it was like thirty-five runs. miles an hour. I didn't know cheetahs <laughs> ran that fast. Yeah. So what you well, say, anyways, Mike? Brown bears run thirty-five miles per hour, uphill or downhill, it doesn't matter. That's how fast they run. Polar bears, uh, twenty-five miles per hour, uphill Wait, or downhill. Okay. Regardless of going downhill, they still run the same speed. They don't go any faster going downhill. It's well, like I a mean, cruise control. Yeah, they've got <laughs> it slows cruise them control. down. Exactly. It'll slow themselves down. No, I, I, it's a rough, rough estimate. Um. I'm sure you could take a... This isn't rough estimate off. This is fact off. Well, 
that's just the fact that I was able to find. Is the brown bear the fastest bear in the world then? Yeah, yeah. Brown bears are the fastest, or grizzly okay. bear. So you might think, oh, I can outrun it if I just ran fast nope. enough and far <laughs> enough. And Usain Bolt, what he uh, broke the world record, and I think he was 27 miles per hour. So even if you were Usain Jeez. Bolt, you would get caught by a brown bear. Well, Alex, you are a long-distance runner. Well, that one time we ran at work, we ran for a decent distance, I think. They made you run at work? We joined a running group, and then we only went once. <laughs> that, yeah, I was that like, tracks. I want to try to get in shape, and I'm like, Alex, you want to run with me? And we we did it for one one time. Oh, can I vote on that fact? I like that fact. <laughs> I, I was so miserable after that one time we ran. That I, Alex has ran once. It was to be once. a beginner's run, and we were running uphill for like 15 minutes, it felt like. Yeah, but good thing you could run uphill just as fast as you could run downhill. <laughs> it's true. I am a, I'm a bear. So I had a I had a buddy at work who was jogging this one time, and he was running, and then he tripped on a beer can and hurt his ankle, and for like two months straight, that's where sneakers instead of dresses to work, because he's like, oh, my ankle still hurts. He's just being lazy. Is it Mike? <laughs> it was <Yes>. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually step on a beer can during a run. It was an you gotta, you um, gotta look where you're going. <laughs> but... So yeah, if even if you're a long distance runner, bears can run 25 miles per hour, 25 to 28 miles per hour over two miles. So they can prolong that run uh, for quite quite the quite a distance. So you're not going to be out running a bear. So I thought I'd bring in a couple things you can do. You know, if you come up with a bear, uh, multi fact. Do 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 do. So yeah, there, I I put into two categories. Really, the two ones you probably uh, experience in North America is probably a grizzly bear or a black bear. And I know I didn't say black bears didn't matter earlier, but in this case, they do. So first up, we're going to go grizzly bear. And if you're going to go into grizzly bear territory, highly recommended you carry bear spray. Don't get confused and accidentally grab hairspray um, off the shelf. Definitely bear spray. That's the thing you want to bring. And... What bear spray does is it releases a cloud of capsaicin, what's found in a hot pepper. So what they usually recommend to do is if that bear's charging, that's when you spray that cloud of bear spray, and it's supposed to like deter the bear, um, burn its nostrils and eyes, and it wants to leave you alone. What will it do so, to you? Well, hopefully you, you are smart and spray it away from you and maybe the wind is not blowing towards you because that would suck if you spray it. the wind blows it right back in your face and you're screwed so yeah probably be mindful of that part the second thing they recommend to do for a grizzly bear is don't run we covered that earlier you can't outrun it so they think you are prey if you continue if you run from a grizzly bear so you know stand your ground don't run and if the bear continues to come at you, for a grizzly bear, they say, get into a fetal position, put your hands behind your neck to protect it, and just pray, you know. Say the best bear prayer you can think of. So don't take a swing. Don't take a swing, no. Only if it puts finally, its guard down and then bam. <laughs> <laughs> then finally, uh, number four, uh, you play dead. And, uh, you know... Maybe if you're going to grizzly territory, 
maybe take some acting lessons or something <laughs> like that. Because uh, I don't think people will really know how to play dead very well. Yeah, you, you close put your a eyes, little you pillow collapse. behind your head. Yeah. You get some flowers and you put your hands like this and it's like perfectly still. I thought you put your arms and your legs straight out real stiff. <laughs> Most yeah. people don't like uh, carry a coffin with them. So, um, then you're not hiking. Yeah. You're supposed to carry a coffin with you so you can play dead. Everybody knows that. So make sure you have your coffin. All right. My other one is uh, for black bear. Um, black bears are probably less harmless um, or yeah, m- less harmless. They also recommend for black bears to carry bear spray. So that's, I just carry everywhere you go. Just carry bear spray. Yeah, I hope that's, that's the name of your fact. You remember like <laughs> three or four years ago, Mike, when there was just a black bear law, like loose in Cincinnati and they couldn't catch it. And then it just run away. <laughs> like, it's yes, just, it was just like pop up different places. Like, oh, it's about a hero, and then eventually this went away. I, I honestly bear. think there was people, those people were just seeing stuff. I don't think they're actually They had video of it. Did they had they? the video, yeah, the bear taking the bus, pulling the little string down for his <laughs> stop. <laughs> he was, was a, what was he eating, it. marmalade? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the number two thing to do with a black bear is uh, make lots of noise. So that's why I typically hike with like a snare drum or something like that. So I don't call my hikes hikes. I call them like the Mike always wanted to be the guy in like the Revolutionary War playing the drums while the band, like the, everybody's marching. Oh, I thought he was going to be the guy, for, uh, Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins with the <laughs> the big bass drum and the little clang. That, you know. that, that is a good yeah. idea. Like if you're going, they say make lots of noise. So yeah, definitely. Get- I, always want, I always wonder why your wife wanted to hike with you. <laughs> I do make a lot of noise when I hike. I definitely need to order that suit that he wore in Mary Poppins. Um, that that would be the ultimate bear hiking suit. Um, All jokes aside, I would love to have that. I know. I, I, I always thought that was a pretty cool suit when I was a kid. Put um, it down for you guys Christmas. Let's... <laughs> thank yeah. you. I could be Dick Van Dyke for Christmas. Or for Halloween. <laughs> I could be thank Dick Christmas. Van Dyke for Halloween. Mike, you could be Dick Van Dyke any day of the week. I'm not 90 years old and frail. Um, He's probably in better shape than all three of us. You're one of those two things. I did see him dance pretty good uh, at the... Was it Academy Awards that he did a little jig on stage? Oh. No. No, he did this like a couple years ago when he was in his 90s. I'm like, there's. it's unbelievable this guy's still dancing. Um, He's a showman. Yeah. Other thing, number three, is don't climb a tree. That's another... um, myth is that bears can't climb a tree and i don't know why anybody would ever think that but you can watch videos online those bears can climb a tree in seconds flat like they are fast so yeah absolutely do not climb a tree a bear will just come up and nibble at your toes oh that's it and then finally uh, number four for a black bear is if all those things don't work this is where you get violent um to fight back so punch, grab rocks, whatever you can, stick. Get a fish hook. Yeah, fish fish hook. Yeah. And um aim for the snout, eyes, gouge those eyes out. And um, you know, black bears are not persistent. They'll give up if you fight hard enough. My type of bear. Isn't it like aren't black bears like don't they not kill people? I don't think it's that common. I don't think bears attacks are that common. No. They're they're not, but um definitely don't run downhill because bears can run downhill. That's where shit goes. Yes. <laughs> oh, Mike, did you have a title for your fact? Yeah. 
My title is A Bear Will Not Run Down a Hill. Bear, no run downhill. Or bears don't run downhill. You, it should be bear. shit don't run downhill. Or no, shit runs downhill, bears don't. What is it going? <laughs> hey, Pat, get your fact. All right, mine's all about poop going, no. So I'm going to give you the title at the end because it gives away what my fact is about. But it's a really catchy title. It's like stood the test of time, this title. So let me, let's all, if you, we imagine for Mike, and we all imagine Big Bone Lake for Alex. Big Bone Lake, Big Bone sorry. Big Bone Lake. <laughs> I apologize. Let's take a trip back to 1943. Not a lot going on in the world back then, right? 1943, no, nothing major happening around the world. There was a naval engineer named Richard James, and he was trying to develop a new system to keep fragile equipment steady on ships. Rick James? Yep. <laughs> Rick James. And so he had this like spring system that he was going to set up for to put equipment on so like it go, go on a boat and it won't break and stuff. And I'm assuming there was a lot of fragile things being shipped around during 1943. Yeah, probably bombs. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh but one fateful night, he accidentally knocked one of these springs off the shelf, and it didn't just clang onto the floor. It would, let's say, slink itself all the way down. And he saw this, and he said, wow, this is incredible. So he ran home to his wife. Wait, and he so said, he was out on a ship in the middle of the ocean, and somehow he ran home to his wife? No, he was, I, no, no I never he said was, he was on a boat. Oh. You told Mike to imagine it, imagine it. And when yeah. Mike imagines stuff, he always puts people on a boat. That yes. guy Mike was talking to was on a bar on a boat. That's true, with wisdom in his eyes. Now, <laughs> speaking of wisdom, this guy had real wisdom. He went from trying to make uh, fragile equipment steady on ships. He runs home to his wife, and he says, check this out. And he puts a spring at the top of the stairs, and he knocks it over. And one by one, the spring slinked down the stairs. Sounds like a commercial. It does. Now, let me ask you a question. What goes downstairs alone or in pairs, making a slinkity sound? That's a you, you guys have no like, idea? I wasn't expecting to get like a math exam. or. Do you quiz. not know it, Mike? Well, a first slinky, of there's Obviously. Yeah, uh, it's a okay. slinky. Everyone loves a slinky. Alex, wait, wait, wait a minute. Alex, you didn't know he was talking about the slinky? I knew it was a Slinky. I was trying to hint at Slinky the whole time. So he goes home to his wife, Betty James. You should have said he slunk home or slinked home. uh... No, he's too excited to slink home. That's true. So he goes, and they immediately, they see the potential. They're like, this would be an awesome toy. So in 1943, they start making this toy. He, uh, I think they said his machine could take 80 feet of wire and turning into two inches of uh, Slinky. And so this is the part I really liked about this story. Um, first, how did I find this story? I looked up quick Google search for, uh, unlikely inventors. And the number one unlikely invention was penicillin. (laughs) Yep. Did I already tell you this? Yeah, we talked today. (laughs) Oh, did I tell you I was doing a slinky? No. Okay. Good good thing you didn't Google penicillin. (laughs) Yeah. The number one choice was penicillin. Number two was the slinky. (laughs) So obviously I'm going to go with the uh, fact on the slinky. So they go home and they're like, his wife looks up in a dictionary and they find the word slinky and they're trying to sell it and it's not working until 1945. Two years later, they go to Gimbel's downtown Philadelphia. Yeah, you guys are always talking about your bears in Cincinnati. 
Um, but they go to Gimbel's in Philadelphia, and Gimbel says, hey, you can do a demonstration and see how much you can sell. They did one demonstration, and in 90 minutes, they sold 400 slinkies. So are these ki- were there just kids just sitting outside waiting for them to... Well, Gimbel's, it was, it was Christmas season and Gimbel's like the department store. I called my parents to ask them for like what their memories of Gimbel's. And it was like a really big thing. It was like a huge department store. Like, so think Macy's Macy's, and yeah, yeah, they were like Macy's competitor back in the day. They also, so it was a big deal to get a spot at, uh, Gimbel's. And so they sold immediately sold out. And since 1945, guess how many, uh, slinkies have been sold worldwide. They were sold four million that four hundred that day. I want to say ten million. Mike guesses. Uh, fifty. I'm way million. under. I'm gonna say you're both wrong, but closest without going over is Mike. It was it's two hundred and fifty plus million slinkies. Wow, that's almost as many that Bibles are sold. Yes, slinkies and Bibles, uh, big competitors in the kid market. Well, they always come in the hotel uh, table, a nice stand. When you're yeah. staying at a hotel. I, I honestly, I love Slinkies. Every once in a while, slinky. someone like a kid will just show up with a Slinky, and I be like, "Hey, can I, can I have that for like a few minutes?" And then I find the nearest uh, steps, and I just go and I run the Slinky down the steps, and my day is made. It really is uh, like a real a simple toy that um, has interesting physics. So if you drop a Slinky from like a two story building or a three-story building doesn't matter um when you drop it the top will fall down and the bottom will just stand still until the top comes and the top will actually hit the ground before the bottom see even mike's getting behind my fact alex do you have any slinky facts um i like the scene in atrium's chore two <laughs> when he puts the slinky down the steps and it stops at the last one and he's like oh my god yeah that's that's a classic like, Slinky. Yeah, I like I like that. Now, um, Slinky does have this fact does come with a theme song because I looked it up and it's actually this is everyone at home it's should do slinky, this. Slinky. Yeah, look up Slinky uh, commercials and every decade has their own Slinky commercial and it's always the same song, but everything else in the commercial is like that decade, um, and it's always filled with kids like trying to look excited about Slinkies. And if you guys don't mind, trying or no I mean, I need it. <laughs> in eighth grade, I, we had a Pollyanna in eighth grade, and I asked for a Slinky, and I forget what his name was. <laughs> I think his name was Ray. Got me a Slinky, and it was a great gift. And I had it for years. I think I took it to college with me. Now, real quick, I do want for everyone at home, so you get it stuck in your head. It's the greatest commercial theme song that will play this episode. Do you guys mind? Yeah, but I'm playing a McDonald's theme after it. All right. This long one. Yeah, I think we just got, got it. Yeah. <laughs> we get it. It's a slinky. Okay. It's fun so, for everyone. 
I apologize, everyone. Since they started talking, I'm gonna have to restart the song. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ask you this real quick, Pat. So, did this? Did he ever figure out how to protect uh, cargo from getting smashed? In no. Uh, just today, I saw three submarines just blew up because <laughs> they still haven't perfected a way to keep bombs safe. Now, what's the name of your uh, Slinky? <laughs> did you know they also created the Slinky Dog? What? Yep, the Slinky Company created Slinky Dog, which became famous in the Toy Story movies. One, which one was in one, two, three, or four? All four. No, not four. One, two, three. Not there and four. final fact about the Slinky: before I sign off, in the year two thousand, it was inducted into the Toy Hall of Fame. Wow, it took longer than I thought. Uh, <laughs> this year, I'm, this year I'm getting inducted into the Boy Toy Hall. Of Fame. <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> and. My fact is called It's Slinky. <laughs> Make myself laugh. <laughs> okay, there you have it. We have three facts. The first one, the best one, is don't cap my knee because people are born without kneecaps. Mike's is bells don't run downhill. And Pat's is it's Slinky. Sorry, it's with an exclamation point at the end. Oh, I had a question mark. I'm sorry. It's Slinky? <laughs> it's slinky yeah, it's slinky so go to the fact off podcast to go vote which one you think is the best and yeah I hope you enjoy this episode uh, do you want to roll the die for next week yes am I still rolling the die anybody else want to roll you can roll the die winner rolls wait should we remind the people what the numbers are nope uh, okay <laughs> Alex can't find no it. I'm, I'm pu- right, I no it. we don't need to with us Here's the roll, and it is a number three. <gasps> history. history. Wow. Oh, can I re-roll? Jinx, buy me a Coke. All right, there you have it. Next week, tune in. History. Wait, I could do the same fact again, right? Yeah, since yours was really nothing to do with science, so yeah. What? The guy was a, an engineer trying to cr- use science to create a way to stabilize things on ships, and then he created the Slinky. Is that not science? He's like a dropout. Yeah. He's like a guy that was trying to create something for science, and then he flunked and accidentally created a toy. Also, bears aren't science. Just throwing that out there. Um, scientists study bears. They even study how fat they are. Oh, yeah, we no, covered that I heard on the that. Future jam. That's a future jam. Okay, well, let's get out of here. <laughs> We're running long. Thanks for listening to uh, Fact Off. Remember to go vote at thefactoffpodcast.com. You have a Fact great day. Fact Off Podcast.com. Bye.